going on Philadelphia? Live from Allie's house, we are literally stacking together the jello shots in which we will celebrate in preparation of victory for beating that some bitch. Uh, Carson wins down at FedEx Field. I'm John Barchard. Taylor Cradatis, uh not here with us uh, today as he is editing his fine fingers off. But Vince Quinn is. Uh, I have already knocked over at least three or four jello shots. So my bad, everybody, uh, <laughs> if you don't get yours. Um, but we are currently making 600 jello shots. And Allie, it's, it's Allie 41 or underscore 41. Allie underscore 41 on the Twitter.com. We have now been over to our house twice. She's had the wonderful fan cave. She said, hey, fellas, come give me a hand with these jello shots. Even though, let's let's just be honest here, I was on the phone for 36 minutes, so it's really just been Vince Quinn and Allie's show here. Yeah, you I got to catch up. I'm such a dick. Uh, Vince Quinn, how are you, sir? I am f- so fucking excited for Sunday. Oh, first off, I'm super excited. Everything about this is so much fun. We drove down to D.C. yesterday with uh, 456 <laughs> cases of liquid death. So we my dropped, back hurts. Uh, we yes. dropped all those off, and yeah, we had to manually move them out of the truck. So that was fun. Uh, and then today, so uh, my my sister in law, she worked at Trader Joe's like a couple years ago. Yeah, and she ulti- at one point she was working at the the register, right? So she'd always have to like get the groceries and put them in the bag. Yeah, and she she messed up her shoulder at one point from doing that same motion so much, and it's like. I totally understand that now with all the stacking and putting the shots in the fridge and all. It's wow. like, oh, okay. Wait a minute. So, she has a shoulder injury from repeating the same Trader Joe's move? Yes. It's Oof. like a stress injury. You know what I mean? Because you just no like bueno. every person for eight hours, you'd like use your right hand to put the cereal in the bag. <laughs> so you would yeah, do it so with just, just one like... arm. She's probably jacked on one that, that one arm, too. It should have been like flex. You know what I mean? Like all right. She... So let's put um, let's put uh, Vince Quinn on the probable list. Right for this weekend, yeah, yeah. Pro- how many probable? Probable doesn't exist oh, no, it anymore, doesn't exist right? Anymore. Questionable. So questionable, which is so yes. dumb. Yeah. Why did, why did they? That was such an anti-fantasy owner move <laughs> right there. So rude. I hate it. Uh, but I don't hate um, traveling with y'all, and I hope you're coming with us on Sunday, uh, or at least coming to the tailgate. Because I uh, far be it for me to say that it's sold out. It's not sold out. Uh, the tailgate is still going, and they gave us. We can say this now, uh, thanks to well, first of all, our friends at Liquid Death. Our friends at Awesome Sauce. Oh, God, yeah, that's going to uh, taste really good here in a second. Mm. And it ended up being a true statement. How about that? Uh, so between Liquid Death, between Awesome Sauce, Righteous Felon, Hers Chips. Um, who else am I missing, buddy? Uh, uh, Stateside, Stateside Vodka, uh, Mueller, um, everybody. QB54 It's going to be coming and hanging out. Like, I can't believe it's actually putting these jello shots together. I mean, this is real. This is actually happening. Like, in 48 hours, we might be yelling... Hardcore at Carson Wentz. And by the way, go check out YouTube because uh, me, Allie, and Vince had our, our discussion about it. And uh, this is going to be podcast only. So um, I put this out on Twitter today at Bell and the Bird. I really have some deep-seated hate still left in the belly. Probably just for this last game and then I can just let it go. But, like, I don't like Carson Wentz still. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like a lot of people have let it go. And uh, yeah. are you one of those people? You kind of no. let it go? Not yet. No, you got to yell at him at least once. 
He deserves it. Like, he just, he des- I don't care that he's been gone for a year. At some point, like, are you telling me with Ben Simmons and the way that he left? I think Simmons is worse. But <laughs> Especially after that J.J. Reddick podcast. Yeah. Apparently, I haven't listened to it yet. But, anyway. but like, the same thing. If, if Ben Simmons had left town and he didn't play the Sixers, which he didn't because he sat, you know, he sat on the bench, so he got booed. But all the <laughs> same, whenever he came into town, people are going to be ready to boo the crap out of that guy, which makes all the sense in the world. He totally deserves it. And that's it is what it is. So, yep. yeah, I, he's on Washington. Like, I, it's a rival still, right? It's it's a rival. <laughs> Last it's, time I checked, it's literally like I I hate the Cowboys for a lot of reasons, but like I actually despise Dan Snyder. Same. E- everything that he does with that organization, everything in Washington, it's so gritty, grimy, nasty. Like it's it's just gross, all of it. And he really shouldn't even be in the league, frankly. So uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. So for Wentz to be on that team, especially, it's just like, oh yeah, baby, I am so ready <laughs> to just boo the crap out of you. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of basically why I think you should still pretty much hate him. Like, I, he got rid of a lot of good players, indirectly, directly, however you want to phrase it. Yeah. I know that there's been a lot of things this week of Jason Kelsey having his podcast out now and him trying to make sure that he's this, you know, uh, he's a good friend. And I believe Kelsey was his inner circle of, of buddies there anyway. So, like, it doesn't really tell me much, but man, I'd really like everybody to go ask Lane Johnson this week how he felt about it and like some of the other guys. And I just think directly of that time after the Super Bowl, because this is every, what everybody has been telling me is like, well, he won, he was part of the Super Bowl win. It could have been anybody. Carson Wentz, if you had, if anyone of Carson Wentz's talents existed in that moment, okay. it would have done the same thing. And there's been many quarterbacks, including. And and Nick Foles showed us that you didn't need much with that team. It was a really good team. So, yes, is Carson went ultimately talented in that? Absolutely. But the only reason why he was successful in that year is because of the coaching staff. That's it. We act like, oh, we act like this guy lost something of his or he didn't play. Like, no. Yeah. That was the best coach that he'd listened to was 2017. Full stop. Well, that's, and that's when he stopped listening too. Correct. Like, because that's that's the thing that's so fascinating to me is this guy. As I walk over to the fridge to load yeah, in these Jello shots, he literally shots, is. It's great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Mike in one hand, tray of Jello shots. Ooh, does other. he have it? Ooh, he flips the mic to the Jello shot. Oh, Stay there. there. Okay. They do. All right, what they a wonderful a little, idea. They got slightly treacherous there, but we're back. Uh, <laughs> I gave him the bad microphone stand too. So sorry, yeah, you just got to tighten it up a little bit. We're good. But uh, yeah, it was, it was just so funny because like he he plays 2017 with all the confidence and talent in the world. It's just like everything is in front of him. It, it just feels like this is going to be uh, I mean, really an era. We talk about errors all the time in sports, but I mean, the guy was what, like 24 and he was just absolutely dynamite. Everybody loved him in 16. The team overachieved. It was just it, w- it was so exciting for a guy because the other thing is, too, like, remember how much people doubted Wentz when he first oh, came yeah. to town? Are you kidding me? We had a thing at Christmas called We Were Right, like where we screamed at all the people from Football Outsiders. And like, you know, I think yeah. I told somebody to go F themselves. So, yeah. yeah, I definitely remember that. So so for all of the doubts around, oh, Division Two or whatever, North Dakota State, like, what, what is he going to be? And then, he, and then in that second year especially, the way he was playing, and he was the MVP frontrunner, obviously, all that stuff coming together, but... Uh, after that season and everybody started to like Nick Foles and he became so sour and bitter, he just, he was never a team player. Like that's, that's the biggest fundamental thing at the root of it. He, it it just, you realize that he was a me guy and it just, it rotted the organization and that's what sucks. Yes. That's why I like Malcolm Jenkins being forced out because of him. I don't forget that stuff. Alshon Jeffrey 
ripping him up and down left and right, <laughs> probably in private, you know, like to Josina Anderson. Yes, or whoever it was. Like now, and I think about all that time really too. So that's one side of it, right? Yep. And then, um, you know, I didn't know what to think at the time. I don't think anybody did with Joe Sandaliquido and the Wentz articles that were coming out. And I'm only bringing that up again, one, because we talked to him this past offseason about it. And then, two, he came out with another really good article again. Uh, you can read that through SB Nation. Um, uh, just kind of highlighting more or less like the cold shouldering of Hurts. And I know that the popular line during that time was, you know, well, yeah, your job's going to be trying to take care of from this kid, just like Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, just like Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And you kind of have that conversation all the time, right? But, like, yep. it, that's what I, I got caught up in the 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 bullshit propaganda of what Carson Wentz was was trying to be emulated from the Howie Roseman or whoever, like the Eagles, right? So they were trying to protect him. People were very vocal about that. So much so that, like, you almost ruined a writer's career. Does he understand that? Yeah. So, like, that's another part of this, too. And, and I would even say even to the people that I really didn't agree with on Wentz, Joe Giglio being one of them. Elliot Shore Parks, who we both worked with closely. Getting all of the crazy hate for, like, that opinion, I think, is is ridiculous. So, like, to me, how he was protected and how we were made to, like, follow along in whatever image he was trying to create is what pisses me off about giving that man any second of the day. <laughs> you know, like, when we were all heavily in it. I guess I'm just embarrassed by how much we loved him. Well, that's, you that's know, the thing to be that happens to you. so many people, right? Whenever you have somebody that becomes an icon and then it turns out that that icon is is put into something that's either just like nefarious or downright illegal, you never want to admit you're wrong. And, right. and when you realize that you followed this person to the ends of the earth or you wanted to, like it's it's just a miserable feeling and everybody's embarrassed about it. And for, yeah, like Santa Liquido, I mean, it really, he got blackballed. There's no doubt 100% about, it. about it. Yeah. You know, so like he he had to deal with all the consequences of that. We hated Alshon Jeffrey because he was attacking our guy. Yep. Like it was it was just one of those things because you believe all these guys like to project an image anyway. Right. It's just like this is how I want to be perceived. This is who I am publicly. A lot of times what that is publicly is not who they are privately. And for Wentz, uh, you, you saw that. And it just it rotted a team again. It's it's just there was such a good feeling. Him and Doug, it felt like there was this whole new era. You've got a former quarterback in the city now with this new guy who's the guy. And they were talking. I mean, they sat on the steps. And how many of those guys were like, "Yeah, this is the new normal. We're doing this every year." And we were like, "I could do this every year." Yes, yes thank I you. think it's happening. We are going to do it again. Yeah, teams win eight Super Bowls in a row all the time. It's our turn. So, like, I, I, I mean, I was in. I was talking. I was yelling about dynasty nonstop. I would <laughs> yeah. shut up about it. I think we all were. We all thought they were going to. Well, and they basically did go back the next year. That's kind of like why. Yeah. So let me, you know what. I got an idea. We've always wanted to do this. Let's just do it on the fly. Let's have some fun today, Vince Quinn. Okay. Let's play alternate Eagles universe for oh a second. Oh, God. All right. Okay? Fine. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's, you get one choice, okay? <laughs> now that you know everything that you know about what this situation, either by, like, mostly confirmed rumor or actual fact, okay? Yeah. It's 2018. It's April. Which quarterback are you taking? Are you are you saying it doesn't matter anyway? It's going to end in the same result. You end up with Jalen Hurts. Keep on the same timeline. Or are you altering history? Yeah, uh, I, I'm trading them for Russell Wilson. Uh, no, but <laughs> but, but but seriously, uh, if if I had there to he is pick, again. I know I just had to I had to jab you more than anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So, yeah, I mean, for me, I really don't think either ended up being a good answer. They really. Mm. So if I had to make the pick, I'd go Foles just because the idea, at least you get all the draft capital for Wentz, where I don't think you're getting that for Foles. You know, like I don't know, man. I think you probably could have, to be honest what, with you. What do you think the most he was worth? What do you think that, like, if you had to guess the highest offer that that somebody called Howie Roseman and offered for Nick Foles, what do you think it first was? first conditional fourth that turns into a third? Interesting, something, something like okay. that. Okay, and then on the flip side, let's uh, let's explore this. I, I want to know your feelings, John. Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> um, let's lay on the couch and explore our <laughs> Eagles' feelings. Jello oh. shots are good for that. Yes, they um, are. Yeah, like. Uh, what do you think Wentz I mean what would it have taken for you in that moment in 2018 they've just won the Super Bowl yeah. he has that season he's like 24 how many first rounders because uh, that's really the question well, I how argue, many I can, I can honestly I don't know exactly what I said but I said there's like you'd be crazy to trade Wentz so I just wanted to be yeah, on the record that, and that's where that, I was in the moment yes totally you had uh, to it's, he was a 24 year old we thought was a superstar yes so um, I would have been. Is this knowing what I know now? What I've been satisfied with? Well, it's it's because it, in part you're making the decision based on what you would think the trade value is, or at okay. least I am. Because uh, that matters to me. Of like, what is the team that you can build around that? If someone was okay at the time, MVP discussion. It's just an ACL. He basically took you there. Nick Foles finished the job. That's the storyline, right? Yeah. Three firsts, no problem. Yeah. That's what I think it would have taken. So yeah, I mean, if or I could, you could have netted at least. Because for Foles, I mean, in the Wentz universe, Foles just walks, right? I mean, he becomes a free agent. He signs in Jacksonville, and no, it, the, after the, oh, after that, no, he stayed. In, well, he stayed for another year, right? And then Jacksonville, and then he go, and he's, yeah, then he leaves the free agent. and He goes to Jacksonville because they they were like, we love you, so we'll let you go. <laughs> um, so so all that happens. Yeah, I mean, if if the alternative is for, for Wentz and nothing for Foles is keeping Foles and getting three first rounders, yeah, I'd keep Foles and get three first rounders at this <laughs> point. But I still, I've never. What's the worst you could have gotten for Carson? At worst, like they make the trade. What do you think still happens? Like it's, if it's a first for Carson Wentz, it's no, nah, I don't think it, it's he's too two young. First, two he firsts. was too young and still on a rookie deal. Two first, uh, at least two, and you're probably it's like two first and a second or something based on the market. Then this is before Russell Wilson and okay. and you know the Rodgers rumors and all these other guys have been Watson everything just moving around so uh yeah I'd figure it'd be somewhere in that ballpark which yeah let's let's say on the lower end two ones and a and a three my stack in those right alley sorry I yeah, just stacked an entire tray and like I'll, a yeah like and a if you pyramid. can carry those over I'll, I'll get the sharpie again <laughs> so we're, we're labeling all the jello shots by the yeah. way so we're labeling them all we're putting a v on the ones with uh victory with vodka and I signed one yeah. So oh, I, you did sign one. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. If you're on, by the way, if you, I'm just deciding to do this. If you're on, because we're we're in the alternate universe we thing are. anyway. That, we are. We're on all the whims. Uh, if you find the Jello shot, if you're going on the trip and you find the Jello shot that I signed, and you approach me with the lid, I will buy you a Bell and the Birdman hoodie. Yes. Which we just got. Which I am currently wearing. And shout out to Drew for sending them. It is picture. Oh my God, guys! I was just about to do a great promo for Drew, and then I freaking. Dropped another jello shot. John Mark, has been spilling shots like crazy today. You spilled like five <laughs> shots. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, the hoodies are in, guys. And uh, today was a perfect day because it was like 63 degrees. And I literally tweeted, you know, this is the time to put on the hoodies and crank up the, the heat of the coffee. It's the favorite football weather time of the year. And now they're in our store. Uh, Drew does a fantastic job. PhillySportsShirts.com slash bell is where you can get that. Our t-shirt. And man, Vince was commenting on it today. It is incredibly snuggly and fun. I'm sweating right now because, like, we're, yeah, and Ali's saying it looks super cozy, and it is. It feels like I'm putting on a blanket. That's that's what I like about uh, these hoodies. I uh, I would also say, 
Well, here's my real take out of that. Whatever value you get for Carson Wentz, right? Yeah. Like, he's just not there. They win the Super Bowl. I'm very confident about that. You think they win it in 18 if he's not there? Yes. And Why? And, and because, like, everyone saw Nick Foles in those first two games of the season, like, oh, yeah, the magic's gone. This is why he can't be the starter. I am now in retrospect leaning more into he was never successful anywhere else. I think that's very true of a lot of quarterbacks. Once you find your system, you find your system. Once you find your coach, you find your coach. The momentum. The Chris Long thing uh, was like a little again. little tongue-in-cheek thing, right? But I don't think it was that tongue-in-cheek in retrospect. No, you? It, it was. I mean, he clearly liked the guy, and he's having fun about it. But, yeah, yeah. everybody loved No one Nick really Foles. liked Carson Wentz in that locker room. That's basically what every, – uh, it seems like it was presented as split, but I'm thinking it's more – here's what I'm saying. If Nick Foles is liked more in that locker room and everyone's uh, attracting themselves to Jalen Hurts in the next locker room, then what are we talking about here? Nick Foles is winning the Super Bowl. He's going to warm himself up just like he does every single year. They struggle. They bounce back. They still get into the playoffs. And I think for whatever reason, just because of that, Alshon catches that ball and they ride on to another Super Bowl. I don't know if they win it or not, though. Yes, but that's see, where I, I'm at. I don't know. <laughs> you get the cancer out of the locker room. I remember Malcolm Jenkins saying specifically that next year they should rip that banner down and all that other stuff. Like, I think it created that much of a sieve, and the, the Eagles just never made a decision on it. And that's oh. where we are today, and that's why we still want to yell. That's why I still want to yell at Carson Wentz. Oh, man. I, like, I, I think for me, Nick Foles is kind of like, uh, you know when Popeye eats spinach? <laughs> Yes. That's that's kind of what it is. I don't it's disagree like, necessarily. Ha, ba, 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 ba. Whoa, boy. And then he's just like super jacked and beating the shit out of people. Like it's just it's a it's a short term boost. Everybody feels great about it. He's the perfect guy for that moment and everybody loves him and the vibes are through the roof and they keep this, the offense simple and he can execute it. But at some point, I I just I like we've seen Foles have some awful games in his career, and yep. it's just where are those games? What does that mean for seeding? Like he was the perfect guy for those moments, and that's why I think he's he's an amazing. He's one of the greatest backup quarterbacks ever, and that's like a weird thing to say, but he's, <laughs> he's perfect for that moment. He's just built for it. No, and, I don't think that's it at all. Yeah, and, and, oh, and man. how good was that team? We just talked about this. God damn it! I just lost another one, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> what you one do? down that's like yeah john's eight. john's putting the lids on you're like are you like smushing them they're sliding around what's happening i uh, i feel like i got a good grip on it's like tight and locked and then i realize it's not and i push down just a little tighter and that's when i get into trouble uh, uh but i understand that but think about this for a second yeah what did we say won that super bowl at that moment besides the talent right eagles are ahead in analytics eagles are pushing fourth downs they're doing a lot of stuff that like currently the trend the Eagles, you know, or the, excuse me, the rest of the league really wasn't doing until after that year. I would even say the RPO was a buzzword during that year. Do you disagree or agree? Yeah, it was buzzy at that time. And, and going forward on fourth, like a couple of teams picked up analytics after the Eagles won the Super Bowl because a couple 12, of teams to be were exact, smart. After, not- after three, were the, three teams were only using them in the league yeah. actively the way we do now. Yeah, which is which is crazy. So people were beginning to realize because that's what happens every time a team wins the Super Bowl. They're like, "Oh, how can we steal all the things that they're doing?" That's yes, smart. So that was that's that was starting to happen. Mo. But yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I don't know how much you can maintain a Nick Foles run offense for a full season and expect to be like a top ten unit. It would have been for that year, and then it would have died afterwards. Like I'm not saying Nick Foles is going to maintain his career and it's going to be awesome. I'm just saying for that one year, it was probably their best chance to get back. 
Um, uh, I completely forget who's in the 20 draft class, but I'm sure there's somebody great in it. You know, I, 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 at this point, I don't think you're still up with uh, Jalen Hurts, but maybe uh, Howie misses again on another quarterback or whatever it is. And, and or maybe that's I, I don't know. I don't know. I just I just think it's you get to the next transitional quarterback a lot faster with Nick Foles. And ultimately, well, I think that's, that's how you ended up here and why it took so long to get back here. And that's the thing. I mean, but you're getting to that next transitional quarterback. So that's that's the tough problem, too. Like, and I, I even just said I would trade for Foles or I would trade once and keep Foles looking back. But yeah, I think everybody would. Right? Yeah, I, I think just about everybody would, because it, it, when, when it's an attitude thing and the Eagles are such a culture organization, like that's that's the difference between them and Dallas. You know what Definitely. I mean? Like, Dallas is is all talent at all costs. And then they're a clown show all the time and guys get arrested. Like they had that stretch of like 10 years ago where it was like every other week it felt like a player was getting arrested. It was yeah. like Pac-Man Jones and they had that guy tank something or other that had gun charges and like oh, they signed Greg Hardy and all this. Like, yeah, it's so much nonsense. Over and over and over on. again. Well, yeah, the Jason Garrett trains just keep kept trying to feed that feed that Romo you know, window. And that's why they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Eagles are so not that. You know, it's all about energy and chemistry and how do you fit in the locker room, and, and Wentz is not that at all. It's it's just weird because, you know, uh, people like with Jay Cutler, who had, who had some good years and made an NFC championship game <laughs> with the Chicago Bears, which, like, nobody remembers, but that happened. Um, he, That's he just because he had Brandon Marshall from another dumb well, Denver Broncos uh, team, right? Yeah, no, and Brandon Marshall was a god. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, he, he was a terrible personality. He was a really good quarterback, and... Nobody really seemed to like him all that much, and and that's not what you want in that position. So Wentz just isn't the guy for that. See, and that's a man. That's a great name. I just think he. Jeez, actually, what's the difference between Carson Wentz and Jay Cutler? He's slightly faster, and he didn't date a Playboy. <laughs> well, I, I like because I always reference Carson Wentz as like Jeff George. Ooh, wow, okay. And I think he's somewhere between that and Jay Cutler, except he's just like the All-American kid and doesn't get any crap for it, and those guys aren't. Mm -hmm. But the talent level is basically the same. It's just million-dollar arm, five-cent head, right? Yeah. And that's what Jason Kelsey basically said today in his broadcast in a very nice way, <laughs> where no one would get mad at him. So, yeah, I don't know. I wonder what you guys think. 215-509-5833. I think it's good no matter what because I think this will be the care factor leaving no matter how you feel. This is the last like little gasp of, ah, we got you, Carson. But I tell you one thing, man. I mentioned this on the postgame show, or, you know, a, a, yeah, on the postgame show. Don't you think that there is no way Jalen Hurts is winning this football or losing this football game? <laughs> oh, he's no out for blood. Way. He'll He'll never say it, but he's clearly out for blood. The... Other part of that, you know, article that we referenced already, like Jalen feels like he's been waiting for this game too. Um, I made the comment to uh, Ali and Vince when we first got over here that this is kind of the mini version of Russell Wilson versus Pete Carroll, don't you think? In some regard, like uh, Kelsey can say whatever he wants, but like, man, I'm pretty sure that offensive line, or at least Lane Johnson, um, Maybe I, uh, Sale Malu was around then too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, I'm pretty sure he was around for that. Feels yeah. like he's been around for forever at this point. Sixteen, maybe he might have been drafted. Yeah. Yes, I think that's correct. Um, Got to remember, like the reportedly 
awful stuff that Carson had said during that Super Bowl run, like hope they lose so I'm, not, I'm I can be out there for the with the ring, or whatever it was. The implication that what of that's what he was saying. There's that. There's this dude basically thought I was trying to take my job and I did, and he doesn't think I'm still good enough. Probably to this day, mm-hmm. I hear Carson say some some bullshit PC answer about there's a mutual respect for us, you know, one another. We know that's not true. No. There's no way that can be true. Carson is going to outthink him, overthink himself in this one. Uh, that's a no um, doubter. Like, let me say this. I am guaranteeing a deep pick. Yes. At least one. At least. Um, and... This is what I hope Jonathan Gannon gets. And again, join the Discord too if you if you want to join this conversation about like the actual game day functions here. But if you're going to open up, I would. I've noticed, you know, Carson hasn't changed much. People keep implying that he's like keeps getting better. He's about the same, or he's still got these you know elite powers. Just blitz him. Yeah. Just just make him hold on to the ball as long as you can and blitz. Like I would, I would play soft. You know exactly. He can't throw short. He's not throwing flats. He's not throwing slants. Maybe that's changed with Terry McLaurin a little bit here in the first couple of leaks, but he's looking for the deep shot. You know you know exactly what to do, and they're probably going to try and run at them first to, to, to protect Carson because there's too much knowledge on the other side too. So, like, um, everyone can lose on Sunday. I have a really hard time, even if Jonathan Gannon gives them the worst defensive look possible. I have a really hard time with them trying to, you know, somehow they lose this game, even even in they playing not up to their standards. Yeah, I don't I don't see them losing this game. I mean, first off, Washington's just not that good. You know, they're they're an average team at best. And for the defensive side, like that that front, um, you know, like DVOA is a hot thing that that all the nerds like, and yep. I, I get it. But it's not necessarily that accurate anymore, yeah. too, since it's been created. But yes, yeah, but like they're Reference terrible defense. Yeah, the the defense is not rated well in DVOA. Uh, their front seven is just not what it used to be. They've lost a lot of depth on that unit. Chase Young has been banged up. Yep, like they just. They got problems, man. I mean, they, they've always had problems. The offense is okay. Like, they do some play action, and, like, they're moving Wentz around a little bit. They'll take some shots here and there. McLaurin's good. Curtis Samuel's good. Even Dotson, the rookie, looks all right. He's made some nice plays for them. But, I mean, they just shut down Justin Jefferson yeah. and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. Granted, that's and, at home, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a team, like, uh, for Washington, they just lost their starting center. So, he, he just went on IR. Uh, Rulier, I believe Yeah, that's right. It. So like he's out, uh, and if you got a weak interior line, I mean, God, it's just what the Eagles are built for. So yeah, it, and we saw that a little bit last week already too. Yeah, so so the matchup really favors them in a lot of ways, and that's the thing with the crowd, with all the energy. If they let Carson throw like first snap of the game, they're making a mistake. Yes, you know, if I was if I was coaching that game, I'd be like, all right, we're gonna have Wentz hand this thing off two or three times to start the game just to settle him down. Yeah. Like, or he's throwing a check down or a screen or like something simple just to like not screw things up because he's gonna you know the nerves the energy is gonna be like oh I'm gonna prove something to him I'm gonna show these fans yo let's tell Terry to go sixty yards deep on the first play PA boot yeah, yeah I can feel that too yeah he's gonna want to play some hero ball and and uh you know it's it's not gonna work so yeah well, we, we don't know that's the see that's what I will not. say about the beauty of Carson hero ball sometimes looks awesome. And it then it looks like Carson Wentz consistency most of the time. Yeah. So it could work. You know, like 
Listen, uh, I remember a few years back in the opener when they came over here and and whoever it was. Was that uh, um, – oh, my God. Who's the quarterback at Minnesota NFC Championship game? Uh, oh, uh, Case Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum opened up the season against Washington. They went up 17 nothing because they didn't know who Terry McLaurin was, right? Like it was just shell shock and then Deshaun finally caught a big one <laughs> from, from Carson that year. And so, like, I, yeah, they, these games always go like that. So I, I could feel us getting very nervous and panicked, being down 10 nothing, and then all of a sudden just, you know, it ends 31-17 to 17 or whatever it is. Very much could feel that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like Washington's played the Eagles pretty well over the last couple of years. You know, it's uh, there's been a couple of like, and especially early season games playing against Doug, like they've had, didn't they have a game where they like dominated in the first half and then fell apart and lost to Washington like four or five years ago? Oh, yeah, that's... Um was that 18? I feel like that was 18. I feel like they lost the season opener of 18 after coming in really hot to start that game. Like, <laughs> I think you might be right. Oh, yeah. I think we're actually talking about the same Is game. Is that they the won. same game? They won that one. Yeah. Oh, then never mind. It just felt like but, a loss. Yeah. They've lost enough to Washington over the years that, yeah, like, they're dangerous, but I just don't think they're good enough in the Eagles. Again, they just, like, the coaching's on point right now. Jalen's playing amazing football. He's clearly taking a leap. I just don't know how they lose this game. I have no uh, idea. And uh, I have a, a a great point on that, too. At least I think I do. But I just saw uh, Allie walk in with even more jello because we ran out. So uh, we're not fucking around here, everybody. Uh, and neither was Liquid Death, by the way. They sent three pallets of water, and we documented this while we were traveling down there. But I just want to say it to you guys because, one, they are amazing. And that's why you got to go to liquiddeath.com slash bell to get every case that you order shipped to you for free. Isn't that a good deal? It helps the podcast, helps them. But mainly... They have given us three pallets of water. They don't do that. <laughs> like, we had to fight about it because that they just don't do that. So that's how much they care about this particular event and why they've cared about our podcast since the inception without one episode being a part of it. So can't tell you how amazing they are being, along with Philly Sports Trips, Vince Rizzuto. My God, man, I don't know how he did this as a one-man show. This is Crazy. just incredible how he, like... Just everyone that has helped us put together uh, this in, uh, weekend, thank you, uh, including especially the person that we're recording this in the in the kitchen of. Uh, like we're making Jello shots. Um, all our partners have been so amazing on on putting a huge community of Eagles fans coming together. And by the way, for those going, can we just chill with the Washington fans that are there? They've been through enough. <laughs> like, what could we possibly yell at them or get into a fight about that would, you know, really send us over the edge here? Uh, uh, and again, like, I, I can't wait to see over a thousand people drinking liquid death cans. I didn't ever think that was possible. So thank you to them. Thank you to you for, for all of this and giving us the strength and support to kind of say, yeah, let's go for this. We can put a thousand Eagles fans in FedEx Field and go crazy. So thank you. Liquiddeath.com slash bell would have never happened without you guys. And thank you so, so, so much. Uh, Vince Quinn. Yes. The, the thing that I think I, I, I like the, the when we're down there, I just I just see envisioning like the the fourth quarter and they're pulling Carson Wentz out. Like because they're just they're just got to give somebody else reps like I just I can't get that out of my mind. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a uh, let's just uh, all envision that together. I think that's 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 what we need for traveling down and making sure we get the win. You had said something about the offense just before that, and I can't remember now. And I'm trying to stall, and it's not working. Hmm. 
What did I say about the offense? I don't know. I've been I've been living like inside of the refrigerator, stacking all these shots. I'm like literally sitting on the floor in front of a giant open fridge, just like two at a time, stack this, stack that. Well, to me, it really doesn't. Uh, outside of that, I guess it really doesn't matter, other than the fact of, oh, that's what it was. You described it great, like. I feel it's like Washington is the lightest version of Dallas possible. They just screw it up an extra mile. Because with uh, outside of quarterback, they do draft pretty decently, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Like yeah. it's, it's usually pretty solid. It's just everything else will never, ever work. That's why nothing ever works out for Washington. That's why I can confidently say Carson Wentz is going to screw this up because it's just it's in the pool down there. I, I can't wait to take up pictures of of. I've ne when's the last time you've been to FedEx Field? It's been like ten years for me. I've literally never been. Oh wow, yeah. I've never no. I've heard two different stories now. Like it's it's actually shockingly better than yeah. people describe. Yeah, Alice saying it's a shithole, and I agree with her completely. Like I don't think it's you can't like the the stands fell over last year. How, how good could it be? So. I should we play a game of like can we find the most fucked up thing in the stadium while we're there? Oh well, you know what I want to find. <laughs> My goal is to find. Uh, do you see those coffee mugs that have the W over yes. the state of Washington? Yes, I want to get one of those. Do you th there? You think there's a chance that they haven't pulled every single one of them? Uh, yes, because Dan All Snyder's right. like, I paid for these and we're gonna <laughs> sell them. Dan <laughs> Snyder once sold old airline peanuts. At his no stadium. Way. I'm not even kidding. He sold old expired airline peanuts. Man, this guy's like he I'm is the scum you, of the earth. We gotta keep trailing that boat story. I it's been we gotta come back to it. Like the the good football stuff's trying to distract us, but that that yeah. man is so evil. I can't even uh, I can't even imagine. Well, they talked to a couple of weeks ago, they talked to Bruce Allen, who was the number two guy with oh, Dan right. Snyder. Did you see anything from that or hear so, anything from that? Uh, well, the, he testified for a long time, and you got to figure if they're going after Snyder, then Allen's got a lot of info, and he might have some incentives to talk himself if they've been investigating this whole thing, and he was there for a decade. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what comes from that. I think there's some deadlines involved. I think, if I remember correctly, we're going to hear more about it in October. Okay, great. Uh, let's make sure we're paying attention to that, but uh, more importantly, let's make sure we're getting behind 1,076 Eagles fans that we are hosting slash taking down there, all thanks to our good friends over at Philly Sports Trips. And if you want to join us on any of these, uh, the tailgates themselves at home, the tailgates away in a city that you are not in in Philadelphia, go to phillysportstrips.com slash bell and uh, come hang out. Um, Especially next week, by the way. Dude. I cannot tell you how excited I am for the second gatehouse tailgate at the Navy Yard because there is free parking in South Philly by the stadiums. Thousands of them. <laughs> Thousands of free parking spots 10 minutes away from the stadium. And Allie just it, said, oh, God, I should park there. Yes. And we agree because she, the jello shots we are making right now, she takes around Wells Fargo. She takes around... What, Xfinity? Where else do you go, Allie? All around the sports complex. All around the sports complex. So she's handing out shots like crazy. She's Jello Appleseed. She distributes <laughs> it to everybody. <laughs> but uh, if the free parking isn't enough, Snack Time is going to be playing there. If you don't know the band Snack Time, it is the baddest fucking brass band in the land. They have that song, Fuck the PPA, and uh, they have two <laughs> records out, and they're, they are the most amazing band in the world. They're going to be playing with us. I just got a DM from one of the world's most famous barbecuers in Philadelphia. 
that wants to come down and make some plates for us. Ooh. This thing is building up. I am so happy that our friends over at Lucky Cat are keep continuing to give us more beer. Like, we hate all the normal blah, blah, tailgate stuff. Let's have some fun, right? Let's make a friggin' carnival. We're Oh, by the way, we're bringing arcade machines down, too. I forgot to say that. Oh, yeah. So, like, so this, is, this is the tailgate that, you know, if Vince and I and the other Vince over at phillysportstrips.com envisioned, we're building that. So anything that is missing from this, tell us. We'll put it in there. That's the point. Go to phillysportstrips.com slash bell. Come hang out. I, I cannot wait for this trip, and I can't wait to show you the sights and sounds of what this is going to look like. Vince Quinn, anything to say before we uh, get out of here? Uh, yeah, John, I, I just got a call. It's uh, it's Jim Ursay. He's on the line. Wait. Oh, he just passed out, John. All right, back to you. Uh, actually, I know that was hard to hear because it's Jim Ursay. He was actually talking about Matt Ryan. So he's just warming up for his next speech. Running, that he over doesn't with realize you. that Carson's actually gone. Carson's actually better. Isn't that crazy? They should have just stuck with it. Uh, well, um, Allison, thank you so much for letting us use your house as a podcast studio for the second time in a row. And uh, second time, hopefully, we can do it like a thousand times. I like making Jello shots and having fun over here. So come say hi to us. Uh, we can't wait for the weekend and. Uh, for Allison over at Alley underscore 41, for Vince Quinn, for Taylor Cordatis uh, editing his fingers off and being the man. I'm John Barchard. This is Bell and the Birdman and the podcast-only version. Head over to YouTube for a bonus segment. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Okay, bye. Bye.